I can't let you get close. Fuck that, Conor McGregor. You're taking everything I work for, motherfucker. I'm gonna fight your fucking ass. Unfortunately, we can't talk like that on Fox. Yeah, let's jump over to some UFC. Right? Is that is that what we want to do right now? I'm excited for this. This is a huge card. And it would have been even better, Tim. We were talking about it today if Jorge and Leon were on this card. Yeah, I saw I saw something on Twitter about it. And then I just realized that like if we like we could have had it today and then or this weekend. And I was like, ah. Oh. But this card is loaded anyways. Like the UFC will... does a good, good job of making their last card every year, like a really good one. And this is a really good one. <laughs> this is a this is like in the early prelims are good, the prelims like all of it. Yeah, I'm just looking through some of this. I will say we could have had Leon Edwards just step up and fight another fighter, but he took the elevator instead. That's true. That's true. He could have just, yeah. <laughs> he could have uh, just fought someone else. Yep, but nope, elevator time. Um, Obviously, let's start with the early prelims. What catches your eye? I got I'll I'll start actually with one that catches my eye. The Ryan Hall versus Derek Minor fight. I've been told I've been told Ryan Hall's insane at jujitsu. Uh last time I I watched him fight, he got destroyed. But that's not stopping me from still taking him in this fight. I like Ryan uh Ryan Hall and I like him in a parlay with someone later that we're gonna talk about. And we'll get to that. Tim, what do you uh what do you think about this fight? I, I agree with how Ryan Hall is a, he's like a jiu-jitsu master and like an unreal like jiu-jitsu guy, but he's also very limited in that fact that if you can kind of figure it out and be on watch for it, um, and I'm trying, I don't really know anything about his opponent either, so I, I'm not really sure. I'll go with Hall just because of like he's got that factor that it. Derek Miner, Miner isn't ready for it. Uh, like he's going to get submitted, but I could see him just like not falling for it and then knocking Ryan Hall out or like TKOing him or something like that. So yeah, yeah. I mean, last fight he got TKO'd brutally. Like he was laying yeah. on the ground and just got destroyed. That was, I believe, was that the, the... dude who fought him? Mm -hmm. He's he's like an undefeated like up and coming fighter. Like that guy is like one. He's going to be like in the top. He's going to get up into the top ten of featherweight. Mm. And I don't know if this Derek Miner is that good. His record's like twenty six and twelve. Yeah. So I don't think he's as good as like the undefeated Georgian. Like he's <laughs> yeah. like twenty four. <laughs> Stad, do you do you know anything about this? You want to jump in at all? Uh. I'm rooting for Miranda Maverick in the girls' fight in the prelims. Uh, that's a good that's a good transition. I am also rooting for her. I'm taking her at minus 135 on a solo bet, one unit. Uh, Stodd, what is there any reason behind you shouting out Miranda Maverick? She's blonde. Okay, that that'll play. That's also a fact. So that's that's good analysis. Tim, what do you think about that fight? Um, I don't really know anything about either. Didn't Miranda Maverick just fight against 
your girl, Stodd, Macy Barber? She lost to Macy Barber in her last fight, yeah. yeah and there I was, think it was, there was rumors that it was like Macy got lucky. It was super controversial, won. yeah. It was super won. controversial. So she's better looking, dude. That's what they judge off of. Come on. <laughs> like, I'm looking at the fight stats, which is kind of like looking at the box score of a basketball game. You don't really know what you're looking at, but she, Miranda Maverick landed 50 more total strikes and 10 more significant strikes. And Macy Barber was one in, of six on takedowns. Yeah, the Macy Barber camp, we don't have a comment on that matter. We're looking we, forward to our next opponent. I prefer not to speak. If I speak, I am in big trouble. Jose Mourinho. You got to take Miranda. I gotta, I'm got i actually trying to trying to confirm. She is blonde, Stodd. I'll say that. That's all I'll say. She's blonde. The other fight uh, on the early prelim, yeah, I wanted to – the Alex Perez uh, match Schnell, I think is how you – no, Alex Perez fought for, like, the title at Flyweight, like, last year. So, yeah, I think that'll be a good fight. I mean, it's four versus nine, so I would just be on the lookout. I think Perez is a big favorite, but, I mean, it'll probably be a good fight. Yeah. I, uh, I was looking at his name on the old Bovada, but I – didn't write it down. So I think he was too big of a favorite for me to throw into anything. Uh, is there anything else you like on the early prelims or can, are we going to jump to the, uh, to the prelims? I'm going to jump to the prelims. Um, one name that jumps out to me is the heavyweight fight. I mean, obviously we got the coolest dude at the heavyweight. I mean, there's a lot of cool heavyweights, but my cool, my favorite dude, Tai Tuivasa, who's just, after every after the last last win, he took like six shoeies in the crowd. Like, and he beat up Greg yeah. Hardy, which was maybe he's even Ferda. the cooler part. He's one hundred percent Ferda. He is Ferda. Uh, he's taking on Augusto Sakai. Yeah. So let's test. Let's go into this. It's what do you think, Tim? It's a pick'em. Ah, I do. Yeah. I do have his name written down. Die to Ivasa minus one ten. You got to ride with the hot hand. And both these guys are strikers, and Saki or Augusto is like a he's like a really good kickboxer. Um, he doesn't have as much power though as Tai Tuivasa has. Um, he's got more significant strikes. Um, he takes more. So, uh, it's definitely a step up for Tai Tuivasa. Um, I'll go with him just because I like him, and I think he's got he's got he's got the type of power that could like knock him out if he catches him. So, mm-hmm. um, in the bantamweight, we have Dominic Cruz and Pedro Munoz. Uh, Tim, what or Stott, what do you what are you fist pumping for? What do you like in that? Oh, I just you know I'm not too educated in this in this topic, but I love Dominic Cruz. Sign me up. So I'm 100 percent rooting for him. 100. percent I also like Dominic Cruz. I have his name written down minus one ten. Um, I do. I like that kind of parlay. If we parlay tied to Ivasa and Dom Cruz, and we just they're both minus one ten. It's like taking two straight bets in college football. Kind of like that. Tim, what do you think about this fight? Obviously, Pedro Munoz just fought uh, Aldo, correct? Yeah. And lost to Aldo. Um, Aldo won last weekend. So, what do you what do you like in this? Um, I'm gonna go with Munoz. I 
think uh, I think he's he's got really really good leg kicks, and that's the way that Dominic Cruz has been neutralized in the past is with leg kicks because it slows down all of his really good footwork. Um, I think I think Munoz is going to be able to do that, and he'll slow him down, and then he'll catch him. I, I don't know. I mean, Munoz's takedown defense. Dominic Cruz is also old and injury ridden. Like. He is Cam Newton. He is, he's he's UFC like Cam Newton. <laughs> like, it, it, yeah, I mean, I think it'll be – I think it's definitely going to be a good fight. But I'm going to go with Munoz on this one, I think. Are there uh, any other fights on this prelim card you want to talk about? I don't really know much about the other two fights. Yeah, Josh Emmett, he's making his return after – he had like a fight of the year candidate against Shane Burgos in which he tore his MCL and ACL in the first round and then fought the rest of the fight with like his basically on one knee and one in like a war. And uh, he, he just, he's like this short dude. He looks like a, like a I mean, it's like a goblin almost, but he just, he, he has this overhand that just like annihilates people. So and he's fighting Danny Gay, who just also just brings it every fight. So I think that'll be a really really good one because they'll just come, they'll just go at each other. So are we looking at an under in that fight? That's what I'm hearing. Take the under. I like to take the under. It's a live bet. The under. You don't bet it beforehand, but you just watch them walk out and live yeah. bet it. Yeah, exactly. When they're in the cage. That's when you hit it. Yeah, that's. that's you... I've, I did that a couple times this weekend. <laughs> it was, it's a good move. Um, should we just jump to the main card because we have a loaded main card? Yeah. Uh, we'll start with the first fight. The Sugar Show, undefeated, 14-1 and one, uh, versus Pavia. I, I don't know. I don't really know much about him. I think he's like the 15th-ranked guy, but it is what it is. Obviously, I'm a part of the Sugar Show. I'm part of the fam. I'm taking Sugar Sean, and I'm going to take him by knockout, which is at a cool plus 105. So you're gonna you're gonna get your you're gonna get some your money back and some on that one. One hundred and five for the knockout right now. That's what I that's the prop I saw on I think FanDuel. That's a good bet. I think that's a great bet. Like he's they think he's gonna win by decision. Like it's like pretty close up between TKO and decision. And I'm like, he's gonna knock this dude out. He's going in there to knock this dude out and get like a a big fight after this. Yeah, I didn't know the guy's fighting was ranked. That's actually a really good matchmaker. Get him like 15, get him right in there so that mm-hmm. he can just take his spot and then work his way up from there. Um, I like him too. Uh, I, I think he, I, I want him to fight better competition because I think he's really good and I want to watch him against really good competition. Um, so I'm going to take him and uh, I think. He continues on the rise. I think he gets into the top 10. I think he fights someone in the top 10 after this one. I think they'll push him. They'll start pushing him more. Yep. Stott, I know you're a part of the, the Sugar Show as well. Are you, 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 You're a rider tonight or the, uh, this weekend, aren't you? Yeah, I will be also taking the KO. I mean, I got – I got to have my boys ready. Got to get them calm into battle without my boy, John Jones, suiting up. I need Sugar Sean to suit up. So, got to ride with it. Let's go, Sugar. <laughs> yep, yep. So, we all got Sugar Sean in that fight. Uh, let's move to the flyweight bout. 
Uh, we have Kai Carr of France and making his flyweight debut, Cody Garbrandt, a.k.a. Cody Nochin. Um, I'm going to ride with Kai Carr of France. I like him better than Cody Garbrandt. I don't really like Cody Garbrandt in general, so kind of a biased pick, but Kai Carr of France, he is plus 120, and I'm also going to throw sprinkle a little bit on the TK, uh, Kai Carr of France TKOKO plus 360. So that's that. Uh, Tim, what do you what do you think about this? I'm also going with Kai Kara. Um, I think he is city kickboxing. So he's going to be ready. They're going to have a really good game plan for Cody. I also don't really like Cody Garbrandt. I think he's kind of an idiot. And I don't think moving down is necessarily the right idea because the flyweights are going to be his advantage at bantamweight was that he was really fast and when you move down weight class all those guys are really like fast like they're so his speed is going to be not as big of a deal and uh i think i still think he doesn't have a great chin and uh yeah i don't you know, and i also don't really like him so i hope kaikara wins Don, your thoughts? Uh, now is probably a good time for me to tell you guys that I am taking a Dominic Cruz, Cody Garbrandt parlay. Oh, <laughs> oh. that's a good meme yeah, parlay. We're doing it for the memes, and all. I, I also do hate Cody Garbrandt as well. Like I do hate him, but I think it would be kind of funny if him and Dominic Cruz went on the same night. So I'm going to be rooting for that. That's a good storyline. I like the bet storyline, so I might have to sprinkle that. And then it, you just got to hope that Dominic Cruz wins, and then you're like, hey, either I win Cody money wins. on – it's like I, I, if, if Cody wins, you're like, uh, at least I won money. If Kai Carr France wins, you're like, hey, at least Cody lost. Exactly. <laughs> There's the, That's the spin zone. That's the spin zone you got to have mentally prepared for yourself. Um, let's end this Zoom because we got two minutes left, and then we'll discuss – the last three fights and then sign out from there all right fair morning i know nothing about the third fight or like the jeff neal one i, have I know no nothing about that, that either is. tim so know a little bit about it so i can talk about it yeah tim lead us lead us two blind mice through the darkness please uh next we have jeff neal oh boy i don't even know if i can pronounce this name thiago ponzinibbio that guy. Uh, I have no clue about this fight. I have no idea what I've never wow. seen either of those two fighters. So, Tim, me, take us me, through it. Uh, November 25th, uh, Jeff Neal was taken into custody for uh, charges of the DWI and an unlawful carrying of a weapon. So, he pulled a John Jones. Yeah, yeah, he did pull a John Jones. That is, that is the classic John Jones. Um, <laughs> The UFC announced that his fight would continue on as scheduled. There wouldn't be any issue with him fighting. Um, so that that's in the background of everything. Uh, I, I wonder if John Anik will bring it up. Yeah, I hope he does. I hope he does. The, the sound will be <laughs> on just, just be for another that. great sound clip. So uh, <laughs> I think, I mean, it's like a pick em right now, but it, like, I, I don't know if you can like bet with Jeff Neal because it's like a week ago he was in jail. <laughs> like, I don't hate that take. 
<laughs> who I, I don't know. I I might just put this Santiago guy in like a huge money parlay, like one that's like pull a sh- huge odds just to, to have him. Especially knowing that his opponent was in jail a week ago. Like not great for your pre-fight uh mentals to be in jail, I think. Um, our co-main or co-headliner, we have the uh, the women's bantamweight championship on the line. Amanda Nunez taking on Juliana Pena. Uh, Nunez is like minus nine hundred. Classic Nunez fight. So, Pena, uh, Pena has one win before. Like, there's like an argument that like in her life, like she got submitted by JDR. Like this is gonna be a slaughter. This is gonna be brutal. Yeah, I got Nunez in the second. I'm gonna call that round. That's that's probably what I'll bet. Like at the time, I'll probably live bet Nunez in the second. I think it's actually one and a half. <laughs> so you just gotta hope Pena can survive seven and a half minutes, and you win your money. But I don't know if that's even possible. I don't know if that's possible though. She said she's been talking trash. So I feel like Nunez is going to be. I feel like you don't talk trash to Amanda Nunez. Like it doesn't. The lioness. Correct. The lioness. Yes. Um, yeah. This is going to be a slaughtering. Oh, I don't even think I. I don't even think my guy's going to give me lines on this bet just based on the fact that Nunez is such a big favorite. Um, do we want to jump? Is that it? I mean, this it's it's just your basic Amanda Nunez fight. There's not much we can really go into. We you know what's gonna happen beforehand and then it happens. So yeah. there's not there's not much for us to say on it. Uh let's go right to the main event. The lightweight champion of the world, Charles Oliveira, taking on Dustin Poirier for a shot at Dustin Poirier's first belt, first real belt, I will say. He had an interim championship, but his first well, no, real belt. Well, he, he, yeah, but it, he didn't win. I'm saying for his first real belt. Oh, yeah. For a chance to have his first real belt. Uh, I'm taking Charles Oliveira. I think people just underestimate Charles. He's got the longest win streak in the division. I think Charles has to submit him in the first two rounds. Like, I don't think Charles Oliveira is going to be – I don't think anybody's going to beat Dustin Poirier if you try to go all five rounds with him. Like, this is a dude who knocked out Justin Gaethje in the fifth round. Like, he he just – he he goes, like, he's – the longer fights go, I think the better it goes for Poirier. And I think Oliveira, though, definitely has the advantage where if you can get him down, he will – like, I, I fully agree with that. But I think Poirier – I feel like you, if you're Poirier, you have to know that. And you have to, like, be training for that. So – but I mean, there's definitely a round for victory, and I mean, probably now since I said it, it's going to be the opposite. And Oliveira will have it, and it'll be an amazing fight with Oliveira winning in the fifth round. A fifth round triangle gets just, gets uh, gets yeah, Poirier. I just, I just I just like jinxed it all. So I I um, will say I, I'm taking Charles Oliveira round two triangle choke. That's that's my like full prediction. If I could bet on like method, how he actually does it, what round, that's what I'm saying. So, what are your what are your thoughts on this fight? You know, I've been a big doubter of Poirier 
for like several years now. And every time I do it, he just kind of like shuts me up and I still believe to like root against him and doubt him, but I'm going to have to go with him this time just because I think he understands that now this is like his best shot he's going to have at the belt for a while. And I think he's still hungry after that McGregor fight. And I, I still feel like he's honestly not getting the respect he thinks he deserves from like fans and people alike. So I have him winning in the third round KO. Mm. I will say, I also don't really like Dustin Poirier that much. I think he's kind of corny. I think he has times where he's talking and I'm just like, eh, you're kind of rah-rah guy. So uh, that's kind of why I'm just like, eh, whatever, whatever. Yeah, but I also like – the... against him, though, he wins. So it's like, ah, shit, maybe I'll just root from the side and maybe he'll lose. I, both these guys are very likable. Like, Oliveira is, like, a very likable guy, too. I was going to say, the like, Oliveira story is amazing. Yeah. Yeah, Oliveira is definitely a very likable person, too. So, I mean – I hope Dustin wins just because I think it'd be like the culmination of everything. And I think it'd be like, I think he'd arguably be the second greatest lightweight ever if he wins the belt here. If you look at his resume after Khabib. So. Oliveira is definitely tough. Oliveira, I, I agree with the Oliveira is getting like, no one, everybody's just kind of assuming that Poirier is going to win. And when that happens in the UFC, things have a, have a tendency to go the opposite way. Chaos. Chaos yeah. ensues. Yeah. It's kind of why you love it. It's why you love the sport. So then my question for you two, not to look ahead, but I need both of your guys' scenarios. Like, give me what happens to Oliviera if he wins. Give me what happens to Poirier if he wins, like, in the future, like, for next fights for both of them. Um, I'll say who winner's getting Gaethje. I'll say that. That's a lot. Um. Ooh, Oliveira. I mean, if Oliveira loses, that's that's very interesting. Let me go to the lightweight rankings real quick and see. Was who all... with Chandler? <laughs> I don't. I mean, there are not. Chandler keeps <laughs> losing. So yeah, there are there is worse fights for, than that. Like it's a pretty pretty good matchup. We watched it happen. Um, is Dariush in Dariush a... and Islam are fighting? Okay, so the winner of that will probably get the shot after Gaethje. And then, but mm. there's always the wild card of McGregor because he, he could, especially, I, I don't know. I don't think they can do a fourth one with Poirier unless McGregor, like, actually beats a top lightweight. What's, uh, what's, what's RDA doing? Nothing being old. Being old. Is that who he's going to get, you think? McGregor? No, I'm saying Oliveira. Or like the loser. Who do you think the loser gets? I don't know what they do with Oliveira if he loses. Ooh, that's a yeah. Because I mean, you could do the loser of Darius versus Islam. That would be a interesting fight. I was thinking that as well. Um, So odds are low for a rematch after this fight between these two. The division's too stacked right now for a rematch. Okay. Not. I mean, if it's like a six-six fight. It could happen down the line, but like it, there are already too many people who like they gotta keep it moving. Uh, yeah. You gotta think Tony's gonna have to fight soon. Tony has to fight soon. He hasn't fought in forever. Yeah. So Actually, gotta... he fought. He fought on that. Did he? He fought on. 
Oliveira's last fight, right? Yeah. 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 Hmm. Interesting. Who do you think, uh, just looking at the lightweight rings, who do you think Fazeev's gets? Rafael Fazeev's. That's the other thing. It's like Hooker's not there anymore, or is at least testing to go back to 145, which is a terrible idea. He He's being stupid. Like, rankings wise there's like not an obvious you won't get the McGregor fight I mean maybe RDA yeah I could see them doing RDA and Fazeev especially if they want to move Fazeev if they want to push Fazeev because then he'd beat the number six so you can yeah. automatically put him in there and get him in the top five um I mean, outside chance, maybe Chandler, but... Um, Fazeev Chandler would just, be so fun. Or he could just fight, like, any of the other lightweights who are below him who are all killers, like Armit Chizukian, who is, I think, going to be a title contender once he gets going, once people start trying to fight him, or once people start accepting fights with him. I mm. think he'll be... He, he almost beat Islam. He, there's like their fight when they, it's like, and it's like the grappling exchanges are like crazy. Like it's super fun to watch. But yeah, I think that does it for. I mean, is there anything else you really want to touch on around this card? Is there any bets that we like that we haven't talked about? All right. Um, yeah, let's, well, we'll do a sign out. Stott, you got anything you want to say to the to the people sitting at home? Oh, yeah. I mean, just real quick for UFC still, not to look ahead, but UFC 270 in January, we get the return of Greg Hardy. He'll be back on our screens. Thank goodness. Against uh, Alexi Olenek. <laughs> ah, sure. Dude has sure. 59 wins in some MMA, so he must be a journeyman of some sort. <laughs> Holy cow. That is a lot I mean, of wins. Is there anything we need to say about John Jones lately that you guys have been waiting to say? Has he done anything? Just, you know, taking his kids to Ghostbusters. Cringy, like, Instagram and, like, weird posts. Like, he's trying to with a serial killer who's trying to act normal. Yeah, he's he's trying to make a triple C or whatever. Yeah, Henry Food. You know, like, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's why I don't really, I don't really get that. He was being weird on, on Instagram with his, like, Instagram stories. No, did you see his post today? He posted, like, a bunch of photos of him and his kids at, like, for any, like, for his daughter's birthday. And he was like, we're excited that she's becoming a preteen or something like that. And I'm like, what a weird way to phrase that, John. <laughs> John, be normal, dude. Just yeah, don't act normal. Be I'm normal. <laughs> It's like the serial killer is trying to make you pretend that he's not a serial killer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I could definitely, uh, I definitely see that. Can't wait to get tweeted at by John Jones now because he hears about this somehow and <laughs> he challenges you to a to a, a fight. Would you accept? Well, no, we would have to do. We would have to. We would pick a champion. I'd pick. Yeah, whoever wins the Nagano Gan fight is my champion. <laughs> or we just pick DC and just say DC, yeah, you want you want another round? <laughs> we get DC out of retirement. <laughs> oh, that'd be great. We gotta fix. We gotta get DC in there somehow. We gotta. It who, it, commentary. 
do we have a do we have the normal normal booth joe uh dc and anik i don't know if disney will let joe be on he's a like who knows what joe, i actually don't know i think they'll announce that this week hmm. i'll i'll look it up right now i feel like it, it wouldn't make like joe would make sense though because it doesn't conflict with like his hunting trips or anything or <laughs> like <laughs> yeah that's that's true. Hold on. Let's see. We'll see. What about our, what about our uh, leader, uh, Dana White, getting COVID? <laughs> That's true. Our fearless leader, Dana White, did get COVID. Um, we have... Oh, yeah, yeah we have our normal uh, crew. Didn't uh, Dana White immediately console Joe Rogan for advice after he got Doc- the, the cocoa? Doctor. Doctor Joe Rogan Dr. to Joe. you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think we just have our normal during these fights that'll be fun <laughs> yeah dc and joe just going off on some random tangent <laughs> yeah we have also chael will be there i'm just reading the, the people we have chael as a desk analyst they'll cut to him like twice like they never It'll... cut to chael yeah, it'll be Chael and, and uh, Stephen A. Smith. And Chael's like, God damn it. <laughs> Why is it always you, Stephen A. Smith? Why are you always next to or me? It'll be him and, like, two, like, like Michael Chiesa and Bilal Muhammad or something. Just, like, two random fighters who they're trying to, like, turn into personalities, like, analyst people. They they do have a good guy. Uh, he's like John Anik. He's not, like, a yeah. real analyst guy. I, I don't – he's on – he does a show with Chael. He's good. He, he He's there sometimes. I don't know if he's going to be there this weekend, but he actually, like, doesn't sound like an idiot when referring to, like, fights and stuff. Oh, fuck. But, yeah, we have our normal crew, so that's good news. We have our savior. Hopefully we get uh, behind the scenes where we get D- DC eating. Hopefully that's captured again. It's always good to, to have that on the social medias. <laughs> oh goodness the basketball game where he is just scarfing down chicken tenders that's an all-time it's a 10 out of 10 meme like while we're on a like a country shortage of them too dc's like don't worry i got them all dude almost ate his knuckle when he was eating that chicken tender that's how deep <laughs> this, this tweet that was like i know there's no good way to eat a chicken finger <laughs> but man he was going to town <laughs> and the fact that he didn't know that it was a world famous fighter yeah 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 that was the other thing people were like this people were like that's a ufc champion he's like that's he's daniel like, cormier no way. <laughs> And people are just tweeting him all the funny pictures that have come out of DC, like the one where he's crying in the ring next to Joe Rogan, the one where he's laying in bed with his phone, like pressed up against his face. <laughs> like there's so many good DC. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, this guy can't be real. This can't be a real thing. <laughs> oh, fuck. We're going to have to, well, oh, we should do, I wanted to bring this up before we got out of here we got to do like a tanner wilkson podcast awards at the end of the year like we got to have like our best best and worst takes come out we got to like Michael worst that's take. up there that is up there <laughs> for worst is, t- the you the you being back uh <laughs> terrible take dude they're so back now <laughs> they, they i was a year early i was a year early on the you being back a year early 
we're, but we'll just have to make a big list and have it like at the end, our end of the year show and have like a mega podcast. Like that'd be, we gotta have like best guests. We'll have to like Ferg, Darius, Pivo, Patrick and Chris as like a joint duo. They, they could be in it for like, we'll have to just come through, come through with a list and uh, about that. They lost to UW. Sad days. Uh, yeah, two nil. two nil. Screw you, Dub. Yep, yep. But so you'll have that to look forward to as well by the end of the year. That'll be cool. Um, but do you guys have anything you want to say before we head out? Uh, just in honor of the UFC, you know, it's time for the classic. Uh, I can't let you get close. <laughs> <laughs> I I can't let you get close. One mile. One mile. One mile. <laughs> That's got to be the talk. intro. That's got to be in the intro. One mile. I can't let you get close. I saw a TikTok where it was like, wait, did you write a scene? Did you see I sent Taylor? it to you. Yeah. It, okay, I sent yeah, it in the yeah, It was yeah. like day 137 of trying to sound like Chael Sonnen in that one clip. Yeah. Oh, good times. One mile. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Uh, Tim, you got anything? No. Oh, before we go, Army Navy, take Navy. Sorry, Army, you got to take Navy. If you're, I got a bunch of people from the Navy in my family, so I every year take Navy. Also, take the under. It's fifteen and zero in its last fifteen bets, so the under is always the option in this game. Um, Are you telling me that blows the other out? It's only like twenty-eight nothing. How can mm-hmm. they give Army a bowl game already? If they haven't finished their season. Well, this is the game. This is the game, man. The president will be there. Hopefully, it'll be great. Right. I just wonder if, if Army wins, do they get a – like, should they get a better bowl? I mean, I'm pretty sure against a 6-6 six and six SEC team, the prestige of that is up there. I think I think you're downgrading True. Mizzou. Sorry, Mizzou. Sorry, didn't mean to offend you. M-I-Z. Z-O-U. All right, let's get out of here. Thank you guys for listening. Follow the show rules in the description. Follow our YouTube, follow our Instagram. Uh, we'll be back next week with our bowl predictions. See y'all. Brian, you play too much, I swear. If you got a problem, I'ma tip a soul. I just find a seat, and I leave you in the gold. I ain't worried about nobody. I'ma put them on the note. I take it to the sugar show. Make it drip like water. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, damn. I guess I'm at it again. Seen all the fake. Great. I just keep all my enemies closer than friends. A lot of y'all doubt me. Trying to say that you're proud of me. Ay. If you analyze the hate, now they all up on my dick. But really, many y'all to be. Ay. I might pull up in the sugar, white beans, truck. All my niggas are rich as fuck. Talking, but you can't say too much. Probably cause you can't sit with us. I'm all in your mind, the rent is amazing. Got all this dough like I'm living on bacon. If you got a problem, it's Friday, I'm Jason. If you got a problem, I'ma tip a solve. I just find a seat, and I leave you in the gold I ain't worried about nobody, I'ma put them all in order I take it to the sugar show, make it drip like water Oh, 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 ay. I guess I'm the one, let me shop in my blade again ay. My phone ringing, cause I'm finna get paid again ay. I ain't affected by L's, you a dub, I was born to win ay. You talking why I get the smoke, don't get me going again Always new money, I can't help it If I get it poppin' without them, but they call me selfish I'm high off 
life, need a flight to see where my wealth is I'm born in late Miami Heat, you the game one Celtics If you got a problem, I'ma take a solve I just plan a seat, and I leave you in the garden I ain't worried about nobody, I'ma put them all in order I take it to the sugar show, make it drip like water Oh, 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 oh 